This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'll be spending a day with Nux Taku, the popular and infamous faceless creator and VTuber to uncover the truth about what Nux has endured to remain faceless, what getting doxxed and raided by SWAT while streaming has taught him about privacy, and the infuriating story of how YouTube owed him over a million dollars. By the end of this video, we'll find out if entertaining millions of subscribers has been a wholly rewarding experience as Nux reaps all the benefits of stardom while remaining completely unidentifiable, or if his fame has come with struggles and hardship more cruel than anyone could ever imagine. Now I know this isn't how I normally start my videos, but today is very special. Come on out here, Nux. Yo, thank you for having me. This is how people are used to seeing you, right? Yeah, this is my normal incorporeal form that I use. But today is a little bit different, shall we? Is there a prompt to walk on or do I just? Hello, Hello. Nux. You are in person for the first time ever. You've never been on camera before. Ever, it's pretty crazy. Body reveal. <laughs> You've been completely anonymous and unidentifiable for your entire career? Unidentifiable depends on the individuals that catch me laughing in the street and they're like, I recognize that evil laugh. What does that sound like? What's the Pokemon that Rhyhorn evolves into? Rhydon? Rhydon? These nuts! <laughs> 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 Are you like avoiding, talk, like using your real voice out in public or anything? Maybe I should, but no, I don't. You just talk completely normal. Like your I voice do. is so recognizable too. People did catch me on my voice. Like I was on a street corner with a friend and I was laughing and some guy just like whips around. He's like, that laugh. I know that laugh. I know that laugh. And what'd you say? I don't know what you're talking about. But they actually, you know, they caught me like dead on. Were they trying to take a picture with you? They did not. Did they try to take a picture of you? They did not. Respect. My fans are so cool. I did a convention once and I had like a panel. I asked them in the panel, please don't post any pictures. And no one posted any pictures. Do you know how many people followed you then? 200,000? I don't think many people could get away with that. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> Why are you revealing today? Because you invited me. Yeah, and I was like, it. oh that's my God, Anthony Padilla? <laughs> that's all it took? The creator of legendary songs like Assassin's Creed rap? <laughs> Day. The other day, I was like, hey, uh, if you if you ever wanna come out and do like an in-person thing, I know it's probably like way beyond your comfort zone, like that's totally cool, but if you ever want to, and I expected, you know, maybe six months from now, you'd be like, maybe, hmm. but then literally the next day, you're like, I'm down, let's do it, Monday, go. I'm, I'm a spontaneous man. You messaged me and I was like, oh, if I'm ever in LA, that would be great. And then I just call my friend, I'm like, hey, you wanna go to LA this weekend? Yeah, you were also offering me these amazing slippers. We purchased these beautiful slippers for Mr. Nux Taku because I don't think anyone would recognize you without them. That's true, this is my defining feature, I'd say. Have you always been faceless? I have. I never even like had like a Facebook profile picture. Do you plan to ever face reveal? I do not. Have you ever had anyone like offer you money or try to bribe you or anything? Yeah, I get the, if I become your, you know, $2,000 a month Patreon, will you like show me your face? How much would someone have to offer? If it's less than a million. I've... A million? Yeah, if it's less than a million. A mi you're telling me I got a million dollars worth of value sitting right here in front of me. Well, you'll for get a million dollars worth of value if you dox me, which I really hope you don't. Cool. But... Well, my DMs are open. Oh! Have you ever been tempted to just reveal your face? No, because I really don't want the real life clout. I like living my private life. I think that's kind of cool that you get to keep these two separate worlds 
completely separate. It almost feels like the internet isn't real when you do it that way. While I'm doing the internet thing, I feel like my real life isn't real. That's why it's uh, weird. For me, everything's always meshed all the time. Someone says something about me online, sometimes I'm like, wait, and I have to like reflect, does that mean I'm this thing? Do they think I'm? And it's like, it's always meshed constantly. Yes, I've been very good at disassociating. Like I hear YouTube YouTubers talking about like hate comments and how they get to yeah. them. I know that people think I'm kidding when I say it doesn't get to me. It really doesn't get to me. What's your biggest reason for keeping your identity hidden? I was brought up Jewish Orthodox. I love the community and they're super accepting of people in general. But as far as the internet lifestyle, mm. it's a little sus. They're not anti it per se, but someone that they know in the community, it would be looked down upon. At this point, I don't really care about my personal friends knowing who I am. Mm -hmm. And I don't want like my privacy leaked for you know, reasons that I think would be obvious to anyone. How do you think your content benefits from you being faceless? I think I could push the boundary more, just doing what I do without needing to worry about repercussions in my personal life. I don't want to insult a TikToker and then all the high schools in the city are, they want to stone me. Now you can insult TikTokers all you want exactly. with no repercussions. Exactly. Is there any fear that someone in your real life will accidentally leak your info online? I guess that fear exists. I've been doing this for like five years, so I have made new friends over these five years that I have, I guess, revealed, but the friends that I make in real life, they know me first and Nuxtaku second. Have there been moments that have been taxing to maintain these two separate identities? Yes, there have. General conversations, oh, hey, what do you do? I um, work with advertising online. Is that what you say? I change the story up, you know, <laughs> I have to make, keep it interesting for myself. What about first dates? Do you tell them immediately when you meet them, hello, I am Nuxtaku? No, never. I'm more comfortable saying like, you know, I work with influencers. If that date ends up being a multi-date situation. Then I definitely bring it up. How do you broach that subject. I usually just show my channel eventually. I'm like, oh yeah, speaking of, I actually just did this crazy video. It's not like a sit down, bring your parents over. Yeah. And I have to reveal the news. So how do they react when they find out that you are world renowned Nuxtaku? Usually positively because I mean, hey, this is, it's a really cool thing and I'll only show it to them if I actually like them and they like me. Does any part of you fear that you're face or what you look like wouldn't hold up to what people expect you to look like. I'm a pretty self-confident fellow, but again, I don't think anyone's expectations will be met because it will never be the avatar that they're used to. What the fuck does Nux Taku mean? Taku comes from Otaku, because yeah. my channel started as an anime thing. Nux, I wanted a short word that sounded cool. And Nux kind of sounds like nuts. These Nux? These Nux. <laughs> Was that in the thought process? Not at all, <laughs> but I've heard it so many times. How long have you been creating as Nux Taku? About five years. What was the first thing you ever made that blew up? I never really had a banger hit. It was just a really slow growth process for a long time. I went to it with zero expectations because I purely did it as a hobby. Yeah. It's like I know a lot of people now are getting started. They're like, well, I'm going to start. I'm going to get millions of subscribers, bitches. Huh? Money. Cars. Cars. Big houses. Houses. Moves to LA. In LA. Collab with Logan Paul. That's the dream. But I didn't go into it with any of that mindset. I just kind of wanted to talk about things I liked online. I used to think, hey, if I could hit 10,000 subscribers, that would be insane. And then here you are now with over 2 million followers. That's yeah, crazy. The idea of it becoming a career was so foreign to me when I was doing it. Has your mentality changed at all now that it's grown from a hobby into something that is your livelihood. On the one hand, I think people underplay how much work goes into it. 
On the other hand, people over expect that you're working harder than you are. Like most of what I do could be done like on my phone on the go. But you have to constantly be thinking about it. That's the issue. Thinking about the work all the time, every day. The thing that many people don't anticipate, myself included, is that now it is on your mind always. Both the most stressful and best job in the world. What was your life like before YouTube? I don't know, I didn't feel like I was accomplishing anything before. At the end of high school, I got pretty depressed. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't satisfied with myself. My parents both wanted me to become a doctor, which did not happen. Were you planning or like were you I about was. to go to school to do that? Uh, yeah. Was that because you wanted to, you know, save people's lives and be a great person or was no it mostly- No offense, sick people out there. <laughs> or was it because your parents um, kind of wanted that for you? Well, you, you... again, I needed to do something to make a living and yeah. my parents wanted me to do that. So I was like, well, hey, I'll. 20 years of school, what's the worst thing? That sounds great. Yeah, so I was gonna do it, but I'm very grateful that I don't need to. So then he started making money on YouTube, and then that's how you knew, don't gotta become a doctor anymore. I ran into little weird money issues with YouTube because it's YouTube and nothing on YouTube ever goes well. The way YouTube works is you need a certain amount of subscribers and watch time and stuff until you can apply for monetization. When I was finally able to monetize that video, I was on vacation in Israel. So when I put in all the info, they're like, oh, pl okay, please add an Israeli bank account to your YouTube channel. We'll start sending you money. And I'm not an Israeli citizen, mm -hmm. so I don't have an Israeli bank account. And it was months of me like working with YouTube reps trying to get them to fix it. And Nothing ever came of it. I had to go back to Israel to make myself a bank account there so they could transfer money. At that point, all my earnings in total of YouTube was like $250,000 or a million shekels. You were a millionaire in Israel. They transferred all of that money to the Israeli bank account, which then promptly got frozen because they thought I was laundering money. Since I monetized my channel there, they just assumed that it was an Israeli channel. This was a four year process. And then over the next few years, I'm amassing more money that they owed me in the AdSense that they couldn't send me because I don't have an open Israeli bank account. Eventually, like there was over a million dollars there before I- US dollars. US dollars, before I actually got paid. Did you eventually get any of that money out? Yes. Any of it? Thankfully, I worked with Charlie, Moist Critical, mm -hmm. and he has a group that has contact with YouTube. They opened a different AdSense under a different name. They were able to transfer the funds somehow and delete mm. this one and then transfer that to my name. You were able to get a whole million out. And just plunk into my bank account and my accountant was very happy. <laughs> you became a millionaire overnight. He was overnight. the first person that told me. I didn't know it worked until I got a message from my accountant basically saying, uh, <laughs> like, uh what just happened? I don't Mr. know, just Nux, you are a millionaire now. Yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is don't open an AdSense account unless you are in your homeland. Yes. You are known for pushing the limits of what is acceptable on YouTube. Before we continue learning about the world of Nuxtaku, I would sincerely like to thank Purple for sponsoring this episode. That's right, baby, we got Purple here today. Purple mattresses and pillows provide incredible comfort while you sleep by using what they call the grid, which is basically this revolutionary ventilated design that allows air to flow through it so you can stay cool all night without having to flip your pillow over halfway through the night. The grid somehow supports and cushions my head and makes me feel like I am straight up floating and I legitimately look forward to laying my face down on that thing each night, which is weird. I've never been excited for a pillow. I am now a, a pillow fanboy. Purple is a new level of comfort I had no idea could even exist in this reality or on this plane of existence. And right now, you'll support this series and get 10% off any order of $200 or more by going to purple.com slash Padilla 
and using promo code Padilla. Again, that's purple.com slash Padilla with promo code Padilla, and you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply, of course, so hurry up and do it before they change them. And while I've got you here, I'd also like to thank Honey for their continued support in sponsoring this series. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds to your cart, so you don't have to sit there and stare at that empty discount code box straight in your cold, dead eyes. Because if Honey finds a working coupon, a little Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupon. And Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech to popular fashion brands and food delivery. Honey has personally saved me a disturbing amount of money when it comes to buying things online, including Nux's impeccable footwear seen in this video, baby. Mm. Delicious. Honey is literally free and installs in just a few seconds. So if you want to do yourself a solid and also support this series, get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Padilla. Again, it's free. And if you go to joinhoney.com slash Padilla, you'll be directly supporting this series. Now back to the world of Nux Talker. You are known for pushing the limits of what is acceptable on YouTube. You are constantly Wait, thank you. demonetized. Uh, not as bad these days, but yeah, it happens. Somewhat frequently age-gated. Eh, it happens. Do you have any fear now of losing money on these things or being shadow banned or something? So a lot of people say that, oh yeah, monetarily it must be rough, but I've, re I've been doing YouTube for four years without getting paid. True. Like I've been working at a loss. So that just kind of adds to your, I don't give a fuckism. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very passionate about the videos I make and uh, I feel like that produces the best content. You have found yourself and a few controversies. I made a music video parody of Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. When the Twitch hot tub meta was going on, all the top streamers were female streamers in hot tubs wearing nothing. And I made a music video parody, Twitch is hentai. So I meant it to say, it's kind of rude that you have all these female streamers that are trying to produce regular content yeah. and they get hate because anyone that's streaming on Twitch, any female on Twitch is a Twitch thought. And that's just the general idea that some people have. So I made this song and people were like, this guy's a misogynist because he's talking about women just showing their butt. And it was just like totally taken out of context. If you listen to the whole song, you know what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. But if you just take like the little Right. Like little clips that were floating around on Twitter. Well, that's all people really want to be told how to feel. And many of those people that were upset probably uh, only heard the little tiny clip and were probably saw on there, this guy said this thing and he means this thing. Right. And then that's that enough. That just warps your mind and that's it. You don't, you don't need to go do further investigation. If I have one tip for the entire internet, this is for you and you watching over use shoulder, ask yourself, was there more context? Context on the internet? Was there nuance? Nuance on the internet? <laughs> Another fun controversy I've been in uh, was, it's been come to known as the interspecies reviewers drama. Interspecies reviewers. Indeed. There's an anime that came out a couple of years ago called Interspecies Reviewers, which it was a pretty raunchy one to the point that Funimation dropped it from getting oh, a dub. Too close to hentai? Yeah. Okay. And I thought that, how could you do that to interspecies reviewers? It's a co comedic masterpiece of the modern era. So I urged my followers to please go rate, rate it a 10 out of 10 on my anime list. Surprisingly enough, enough people did it to bump it up to the number one most rated anime of all time on my oh. anime list. They were very upset about this because it, you know, it passed like Attack on Titan and all the other <laughs> big ones. Like it passed, all, it was literally number one. So it was really funny. My anime list didn't think so. They sent me legal 
repercussions. What? Like they actually, people hated that I vote brigaded. If you look up vote brigading on yeah. Wikipedia, yeah. the most recent example is my interspecies review. It's that pretty- is impressive. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Fifi asks, no! Where did you hide her JoJo sports bra? And I knew you were gonna bring it up. <laughs> I don't know Fifi. The truth comes out. She just follows me on Twitter. I've never even spoken to her before. You can't see behind the avatar that's over Nux's face. So there are some very, the faces are, I will mimic them. That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> it didn't go for that long, stop. <laughs> there are tons of rumors that you guys are secretly dating. Those are all false. Those are They're all false. propaganda. Not actually dating? No. Despite being completely anonymous, you have been doxxed. I was live streaming, and yeah. in the middle of that stream, I got do- I got swatted. Things are going swimmingly. I hear banging on the door. Um, I gotta go, goodbye guys. Turn yeah, off the just stream. You didn't know who it was? You are like, someone's here? It was a lot, a lot of banging, I, and it was like, two in the morning. Did you know at that moment I'm being swatted? Yeah, I had a feeling. Did you shit yourself? No. I would have shit myself, like a okay, lot. Okay, I might have. You, yeah. yeah, you know, whatever. So I shut off the stream, I go to the door, two cops, one stayed with me, the other one checked the premises. I explained to them like, oh, I was streaming, I showed them my mic. They're, That's how you know someone's like, streaming. It has a pop filter. <laughs> That's how you know that it was all kosher. Exactly, well put. But that, was that was good. I tried to, I tried to slip one. That was good, bit. I like that. Yeah. yeah, and then they left me alone. Technically, those cops got my first involuntary face reveal. Crazy, right? What do you think the biggest misconception about you is? People think that just because I'm an asshole online sometimes. They think that I'm evil in real life. When in actuality, I am the nicest, most humble. Very humble. Person you've ever met. <laughs> no, honestly, you, you are so nice, so respectful, charming. But I don't really think that you're an asshole in your videos either. You're just unabashedly yourself. I think that I'm like that in real life as well. I mean, you're blunt, which some people would say that means that yeah. you're not nice. Yeah. But you're not a rude blunt. You're like a nice blunt that I wouldn't mind smoking. Oh, that's that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into that camera. Even though your face can't be seen, you should still look into it. Yeah, follow me uh, everywhere on YouTube. I'm known as Dream. I play Minecraft. I'm huge there. It's great. Follow Anthony's a beautiful man. I love this me? dude. This is about you. He's amazing. Subscribe and stuff. This is about you. Subscribe to me too. Well, there you have it. I spent today with Nux Taku and I feel like I better understand the importance of separating your online identity from your offline one and how incredibly blown out of proportion anything on the internet can get when it's reduced down to a headline or taken out of context, which it so frequently does. And I find Nux's passion for creating and entertaining just absolutely inspiring. Are you confident in your rap skills? Yeah. Do you want to show me an example? Sure. <clears throat> you do the Deep beat, I'll bass. do the rap. <laughs> oh God, that's too good. <laughs> How many fools have I killed today? <laughs> hey. How many fools can I kill today? Too many to count, don't get in my way. Shoot a mofo with yes. my bow. Tomahawk Chop is my death blow. Tomahawk, Tomahawk. Of course, it's the greatest song of the modern era. (laughs) 
<laughs> I agree. Don't get copyrighted. So I will probably get copyright striked for singing those lyrics. <laughs> I do not own rights to that anymore. Damn it. Believe Define it or not. Media.